So. Yes. One take straight through, no cuts. Let's just go. Uh, sure. Because that's going to work. Let's go! Hey! Yeah, that's a bit of wishful thinking, but... <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to Teabags and Joysticks, the kinky video game podcast that's mm. long overdue because somebody lost their voice. Yep, sorry. <laughs> I, I did put out, a, you know, a, 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 what do you call it? It's not a tweet, uh, because it's not on Twitter. Um, a, a toot. A toot, oh, isn't it? Oh, a toot. I don't yeah. freaking know what the hell they're meant to be called anymore. Like <laughs> Mastodon. Uh, Mastodon oh, calls them, yeah, them toots. Toot. Yeah. I thought you uh, meant yeah. because the whole like Twitter X thing. No, 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 no. I'm sorry, it's still Twitter. I don't care how much little musky baby wants to have his run. It's still Twitter. Yeah, same. Uh, we weren't using Twitter, but I, I put out a toot on Mastodon uh, with the recording of my voice, and that sounded um, just uh, basically unlistenable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, although I like, I know we're not in tea, but I just wanted to like throw in here quickly. Like, I saw someone refer to X as the artist, artist formerly known as Twitter, the other day, and that just had me. I'm good. <laughs> like, <laughs> how are yeah. you, Chris? How are you doing? Are you better? I'm better. I'm better. Uh, yeah, yep. Doctor's finally seen me. Because <laughs> you're still a little bit croaky. I'm still a little bit. Yeah, you're still not. Yeah. My completely normal like voice. Yeah, to anyone who doesn't know, like Chris completely lost his voice at one point, like after that little toot was put out with the sample. Yeah. Like, your voice just completely <laughs> failed. So yeah, it's nice to be able to hear you again. <laughs> so why why you've got your voice back, like, do you have tea? I do have tea, yeah. What's the tea, Chris? Okay, so it's kind of a. Uh, okay, it's it's just tea, like completely non-consequential. But, um, you know, uh, Phil's uh, slave Phil's master slave lifestyle podcast. Uh huh. Um, the other day I was just watching normal TV and I heard, you know, the theme tune of master slave lifestyle podcast being used on another advert and it was really disorientating (laughs) (laughs) and this is why we use this used custom but yeah (laughs) this is a thing that's been going around the internet for years isn't it it's just like oh like someone's youtube channel becomes synonymous with this one particular like kevin mcleod uh, free audio yeah and then kevin mcleod i think it's kevin mcleod um and then like you hear it in the wild somewhere and you're like Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, you think you have picked a, a little bit of snippet that is like, obscure enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you think no one else is going to pick that, and then like they did. <laughs> yeah. And th- this is that moment where like we give a quick shout-out to Phil and go, like, keep up the great work, because we love it. And mm-hmm. we also give a shout-out to uh, DOAK, who does our audio escape, and go, thank you very much. We love oh, you. Oh, indeed, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's... Uh, that's me. Like, what's on your... What's, what's your tea? What's your tea? So my tea this week is... I had a few things lined up this week. Um, 
I mean, I'm going to very briefly hit on, oh my god, we have a Wicked trailer. Mm. Which, you know, we went and saw that recently on stage, and I was very trepidatious about the movie. And now I'm kind of sold, and I'm looking forward to seeing what comes of it. I mean, it's a bit too early. It's a one-minute teaser. Mm. I need to see much more. But a lot of my concerns have been put to rest. Yeah, yeah. But my actual that's tea, because that's just kind of general pop culture nerd- nerdity, is what the fuck is going on with Tinder? Uh, what's the fuck is going on with Tinder? So, I'm going to show my age a little bit here. I remember when Tinder first released. I remember when Grinder first released, but I remember when Tinder first released, okay? Mm-hmm. And it was fun, and it was like a nice straightforward left and right. It wasn't like it had a little bit of a premium thing, so you could get more like chances to swipe, but it wasn't overly in your face. And occasionally it'd give you a nudge every few days to go, hey, like, you want you wanna like have a look again? Okay. I recently like put Tinder back on my phone. Because, you know, I'm a, I wanna get back out there, etc. Mm-hmm. If I open Tinder and I swipe a few times, or even if I don't swipe a few times, and this is almost worse, because, you know, if you accidentally click the wrong app, you close it, within 10 minutes you have a notification trying to drag you back in. And I have had so many notifications in a 24-hour period where it is literally gaslighting me, going, oh, well, you didn't swipe today, or, oh, you know, you you didn't do this, or it's trying to drag you back. Like, it's more persistent than an ex-boyfriend that you're trying to get rid of. Oh, dear. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, dear. I've I've literally had fucking, like, STIs I've been able to get rid of quicker. (laughs) Fuck me, man. And it's, the oh, thing is, like, they I know what they're doing because they're trying to sell the premium and they're after the money yeah. and everything else and the, the engagement. But it just puts me the fuck off. Of course, yeah. Like, what the... Like, in what world was that a good idea or a good way to conduct that fucking app, you know? <laughs> yeah... Yeah. So yeah, that's my tea this week. Tinder needs to calm the fuck down. <laughs> Fair enough. That was not a tea I was expecting. <laughs> it gets. Oh, sorry. Right. Sorry. I missed one thing. It gets slightly better. Okay. Because this bullshit started before I'd even signed up. Oh. How? So I downloaded it. I installed it. I opened it up. At the same mm-hmm. time, I downloaded and installed Bumble. Right. Okay. I opened both of them realized, fuck, I forgot I need to make an account. I don't have time to do it right now. I'll do it in a little bit this evening, sort of thing. Yeah? Yeah. Bumble didn't send me anything for two weeks. Yeah. Tinder had three notifications on my ass before I even got there that evening. That seems Mm -hmm. a bit... Mm Mm-hmm. And it's, it's at that point I should have gone, I'm done. Yeah, seems it seems like he's trying too hard. Mm-hmm. Tinder needs to calm the fuck down. Dating apps need to calm the fuck down. To be fair, I mm. probably need to calm the fuck down, but still. <laughs> <laughs> From dating apps, though, and I'm going to make this a nice, smooth segue, because I can, and we're going for a one-shot recording know, for yeah. once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Let's talk about dating as it was, I guess, because we're meant Maybe. to be picking up the animals 
from the advocate because I will get it right this time. Yes. <laughs> no more, no more things. <laughs> mm-hmm. That claims it was the originator of the term bear. Yeah, was it? Supposedly. Like, I, I, I still don't believe it. <laughs> no, neither do I. <laughs> I think they were probably the first one to put it in text. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah I, I, I would agree with that. Like, there is a lot of, there's just a lot of gay history that wasn't written down anywhere, really. Oh, God, yeah, and still isn't. Mm-hmm. And this is one Indeed. of the reasons we do things like this. But yeah, so we're switching it up a little bit this week. I haven't read the ones that are upcoming. Mm. Neither have you, and Neither you're going to read them this time. Yeah. So we've got, what, four left? We have got four left. Just to remind our listeners that if you haven't listened to the first part, we have uh, talked about the bears, the uh, gazelles, and the owls. Mm-hmm. And let's let's also just give credit where it's due. This is based on an article that was published in the Advocate mm-hmm. by I'm I'm hoping that I'm pronouncing the surname correctly on this. I apologize if not. George Mazai, uh, uh, in the article "Who's Who at the Zoo" from July yes. 1979. Yes, indeed. It's also got illustration as well by. Um, it does, and they're actually yeah. kind of cool illustrations. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah, by Gerard Donnellan. So if you want to have a look, and you know, go ahead if you want. Yeah. But okay, in terms of the four animals that we have got left, which one do you want to do first? What's my options? You've got the cygnus squat, the cygnus swans, peaks, and Afghans. Uh, the pussycats and the marmosets. Let's go for the marmosets because that's definitely not something we ever hear anymore. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, in <laughs> uh, I'll describe the drawing first. It's a, it's a drawing of basically a marmoset hold, holding a, a glass of cocktail with his, uh, his tail like just curled around a bar stool. Okay, I'm already kind of digging this. <laughs> so, marmoset look like small manicured bears, but unfortunately incorporates many of the nastiest aspects of pussycats. Oh, we might have to do the pussycats first. <laughs> no, no, let's go ahead. Let's like we'll go back to the pussycats and see how this works. <laughs> incorporate, yep, many of the nastier aspects of pussycats into their personalities. They are, okay. however. Wonderful to look at, being among the hottest of the gay animals, male or female. They will on occasions go to bed with someone. Marmosets do best when photographed at their work for the stick pages of IN magazines. In real life, they have no real life. Okay, so I'm, I'm already like, I, I know this queen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I think we all know this queen. <laughs> Go on. Yeah? yeah. <laughs> what are the characteristics? General characteristics. Oh, God. Oh, God. <sighs> really? Really? Okay. It reads, 
even Latin marmosets tend to be rather cold and unfeeling. And this is where we pause and point out this was written in 1979. We don't agree with with a lot of the stereotyping that happens in these articles. And <laughs> no, just no, there's no need for that. You can just say marmosets tend to be cold and unfeeling and that will suffice. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah. George. Like, I really hope you've updated your writing style and that you've, you've kind of given your head a wobble a little bit here. <laughs> Continue. Mm-hmm. They have unyielding good taste that can turn a bizarre object into a truly elegant look. Most of them are quite good at design and do well in fashion houses, architecturally innovative firms, and freelance interior design. Okay, it's again, I know this game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are they colder and feeling though? Um, the ones I'm thinking of, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> or at least they come off that way. It is dangerous to allow a young marmoset out without a leash. He oh may come home with his pockets full of shiny objects and phone numbers which cannot be adequately explained. As they um. mature, however, this trait serves them well in the business world. The, mm, George, I, George, who, who hurt you? Because <laughs> clearly at some point The person you're describing here hurt you And I'm guessing they were unfaithful mm. <laughs> Or at least you think they were <laughs> Yeah I don't know what The problem is Like okay Everything up until Cannot be adequately explained Yeah I know that gay I'm sorry. Okay, no, sorry. I say everything up until forgetting the racial stereotyping because what the fuck? Everything else yeah, yeah. up until adequately I explained. Yeah. Like, I know that gay. I know the gay that would go out every night and have the strangest outfits and looks and come home with all of the numbers and all of the money they left with. <laughs> Even exchanging numbers anymore. <laughs> It's now more like watch your Twitter or watch your Insta. Yeah, <laughs> these are the gays that now that now go like, oh, like, honey, I I don't have a phone. I I, I you know it's too it's too. Uh... <laughs> oh God, yeah. You know, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah, you know totally what I mean. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> oh no. We all know this gay. <laughs> what they eat? White wine, white meat. A little pate, much brie. Yep. Yep. Yep, pretty okay. much. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, but yeah, the the, the picture that that's definitely a cocktail, that's not white wine. No. <laughs> Mating peculiarities. Marmosets are spectacular in bed the first time, so you will come back for more. Unfortunately, there isn't any more. I mean, unfortunately, there isn't much there the first time in my book with the, the gays I'm thinking of that match the rest of this description. But hey, okay. maybe I'm bitter. 
Natural See, I, I worked out what I sorry. I worked out yeah. who this what the stereotype for this is in the modern day, and I'll tell you when we get there. Yeah, I, I haven't figured this out yet. Natural habitat. New York City, uptown. Marmosets also tend to spend weekends at the Hamptons, where they visit a confused alcoholic rich older person. This person, it is explained, is the Marmosets quote sort of ex-lover and you're asked not to refer to that fact when that person is around mm. <laughs> uh-huh mm-hmm. okay i'm just gonna let you get to the end here because yep <laughs> i have nothing more to say than i know this game <laughs> at this moment <laughs> okay domestic rating Soft and cuddly as they look, it is not advisable to stick your finger into the cage. So, quick question. Cages in animal cage or cages in chastity cage? (laughs) As an animal cage, I'm taking... You know what the modern day version of this this, uh, animal is, right? No. It's the corporate gay. Uh, okay. The corporate gay is the evolved marmoset. Okay. Okay. Impeccably dressed, kind of bland. It's you know somehow manages to pick up all all the money, all the business cards, and everything else. Like it's the corporate gay. I'm sorry. And the thing is, the more that I have that stereotype of the modern day version of that in my head, and I look at that picture that's used as the illustration, it's the corporate gay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, fair point. I'm not sure I've come across a lot of corporate gays, but at least I don't mm. think I've really interacted with that many. <laughs> <laughs> I've met a few over the years. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I don't... Like, don't get me wrong, this is not a bad thing. It's just like, that's who this makes me think of. <laughs> <laughs> I don't doubt. Yeah. I don't doubt I would have come across some like that. Like, yeah. So I think we have to do Pussycats next, since it was part of the description of the previous yeah. one. Yeah. But before we get there, like I've said I think it's the corporate gate. Do you feel like that stereotype still exists? Because I definitely do. I just don't think we call it that anymore. Well, yeah, no. No no one refers to anyone as a marmoset. <laughs> no, but I might have to start doing so. <laughs> but why? I, which bits of it, like... Why is it a marmoset? There's nothing in here that's descriptive of a marmoset. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, but I like the idea of bringing back that descriptor, especially especially when you're amongst the gays and just like, oh, do you see who knows the history and who doesn't? (laughs) (laughs) Or who who happens to have read The Advocate. (laughs) Well, yeah. In 1979. <laughs> so, pussycats, okay. There are a picture of two pussycats at the bar. One of them were wearing, I think, a polo shirt and jeans. One of them wearing um, kind of a flannel shirt and jeans, I would say. Yeah, but let's also take a moment to point out that the one 
whispering into the other one's ear, has their keys on a chain into their back right pocket. Great spot. I <laughs> have not noticed that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Out of bar drinking bottles of beers. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Pussycats are deceptive sins. They have the bear look down pat. What? Okay. What <laughs> Let's go on. <laughs> but where bears are somewhat shy, pussycats have a dry wit. Also, bears are naturally rumpled, while pussycats keep the freshly pressed chambray work shirts neatly tucked, and their t-shirts are always snowy white. Pussycats will drink. Work yeah. <laughs> Let's get really, really specific with this. Like, the, the writer clearly had certain people in mind as they were writing these. Oh, I, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, certain, like, very specific person. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Pussycats will drink beer, but are careful not to let the can leave wet rings on the Levi's. Pussycats know all about wines and everything else. You cannot surprise a pussycat. Oh, okay. It's the try-hard gaze. Uh, I, I know we haven't even got to characteristics yet, but like just that description. It's the try-hard gaze. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. the I'm better than you gaze that really aren't. Yeah, the, the two men, <laughs> too too neat. Mm-hmm. Anyway, look, characteristics. too neat, too presentable. General characteristics: Pussycats act butch, have an affinity for masculine pursuits, but can't resist the bitchy entendre. Pussycats love to chat. If a pussycat is being quiet, he's looking for a mouse. Pussycats suffer poor health and like to talk about it. Mmm. Really? Okay. This isn't going where I thought it was. Hmm. What they eat. Although some pussycats are good cooks, few of them have ever taken seriously the idea that food should be either wholesome or satisfying. Okay, this is back to try hard again. I don't know. Like they, they, I don't know. I, I got a feeling that this is referring to them like spending too much time eating like gym food. Maybe, maybe. I took it more as not a good cook. I oh, know they are a good. Oh, yeah, maybe. Okay. Hmm. I'm intrigued now. Carry on. <laughs> Mating peculiarities. Pussycats come on kinky, but it's all talk. They're pussycats in bed. They're not much for cuddling. Oh. They never stay the night. And you know, without a doubt, when it's time to dress and go. Pussycats always have lovers with whom they never spend any time who sleep in separate bedrooms, but whom they wouldn't dream of leaving. Mm, okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think most kinksters have met this game. 
Oh yes, <laughs> that, yes. That, that now it all makes sense. <laughs> yeah, uh, they they pretend kinky guys. <laughs> uh, I don't think it's. I, I would go as far as to say the pretend kinky guys. I think I would go as far to say as um, the guys that are into it but have never let themselves explore. Yeah, or the trapped kinky guys. And I say that as someone who was one. <clears throat> like I like I'm reading this and going, I was this person once upon a time. And I'm not comfortable with this. <laughs> I, I feel very attacked right now. Yeah, like everything so far, apart from you know the eating bit. Like, okay, yeah, that that reminds me of some people. Actually, no, no, even the eating bit. Like, I, mm. no, actually, you're right. Even the this, this, bit. this was me in an old relationship. I, I, okay, yeah. I I have a vision of who this could be. <laughs> Natural habitats. If you call a pussycat at home, he is either soaking in a hot tub or hanging track lighting in the living room. Pussycats think their homes look like architectural digest. They equally favour the elegant drawing room or the sleazy back room. If you need them for something and can't find them anywhere else, go down to the trucks and look. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been this person. I'm not happy with this. Keep going. <laughs> Domestic rating. They make excellent pets since they are very independent, keep themselves clean, and return exactly as much affection as they receive. I'm not comfortable with this. <laughs> and let me be clear. Like, really? Older me is looking back at younger me now going like, you were a twat. <laughs> let me be clear. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I've been this gay. <laughs> I'll put my hands up to this. I've been this gay. <laughs> or at least I've been a variant on this gay. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't think any anyone like suits everything that's been described. Mm. But I don't know. Like, yeah, apart from from bears and like, none of these are, I think, like a, a massive group of people that describe a lot of them. Oh, I don't like. I feel like the marmoset did. It's just we don't call it that anymore. Sure. And I think was it. I'm just refreshing myself. Was the owl the one that we didn't... Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, no. Ignore me. So the owl I thought did, and then we read it properly. I feel like the marmoset does, mm-hmm. but we just don't use that term anymore. Fair enough. No, no, yeah. I mean, yeah, no one no one uses any of these terms other than bears. <clears throat> and the gazelles as well. The gazelles were still... People still refer to gays mm-hmm. as gazelles. Well, no, we don't still refer to them as gazelles, but like the gazelles match with someone that like we could identify. Oh yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's not what I was talking about. <laughs> anyway, um, okay. Do we want to talk about the Cygnus swans or the Peking and Afghans? So, going purely on the illustrations, it looks like the Cygnus swans and the uh, Peking and Afghans. Um, are related oh. somehow, so I'm going to say let's yeah. go with the signets and do them in order. Yeah, <clears throat> they both seem very um, 
What's the word? Um, Dandy. Yeah. <laughs> Pretentious. I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm. Cygnus swans. Cygnus swans are the least interesting of the lot. They are always elegant, often beautiful, and devote their lives to cultivating perfect bodies and cheap swank. They are snobs about everything from having the cutest tricks to wearing the best clothes. Because of this, they are often a good source for real poppers. There is a little discernible difference in the attitudes of the males and females, except the lesbians tend to be a little nicer. Although they're never first with what's in, they buy more of it than anyone else. So they're snobby gays. <clears throat> this is a sno- this is a snobby mom, is it? Hmm. That's a f- like immediately my mind's going. It's a snobby mom, is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have all come across snobs. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we? I mean, yes, absolutely. But I do have to I do have to agree with the writer for once that he has a point. Like this this particular in, individuals like these particular individuals are the ones to go for for the good poppers. <laughs> General characteristics, Gucci shoes and accessories, season tickets to the ballet, a collection of crystal on the coffee table that was purchased in Toto. What, what, what does it mean in Toto? I have no idea. I don't know if that's a brand or what. If anyone knows, let us know. I, this is a reference that I don't pick up. Oh. Africa, refuse- maybe? I got the crystal down in Africa. (laughs) They refuse to discuss anything that does not have a designer name on it or that does not directly refer to the Cygnus Swan's day-to-day experience. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a snobby, it's a snobby uh, marmoset. Yeah. What I eat. Whatever is fashionable, expensive, or hallucinatory. Hallucinatory. Okay. Hallucinatory. Mating peculiarities. Female sickness swans often couple for life with yet another of the species, and they are seen dressed to the nines at all openings in town, looking superb. The male sickness swan finds it difficult to find anyone willing to support and adulate him for longer than a few months. Okay, so I know... So, I don't... So when you said the female signet swans often couple for life with yet another of the species, like, I feel like I know what the writer is alluding at, and I think right. modern day we, like, we would probably refer to the lipstick lesbians. Because the more I think through, like, what was put in as, as descriptors in here, like, I can kind of see that. Yeah, yeah, I can kind of, yeah. However, to be fair, okay, sickness wants is quite a good, quite a 
a good animal to have chosen for, you know, snob, snobby. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, absolutely. I, I'm, I'm liking the natural habitat. I've just jumped ahead of reading it a little. I, I like Natural it. habitat. Private swimming pools. Department stores. I'm sorry, but if I had access to a private swimming pool, like, like I wouldn't be there. <laughs> that would be my natural habitat. Well, fair. Domestic rating. They can always put those Gucci loafers where their heart ought to be. Oh. Oh, you made me feel sad for them. <laughs> hmm. No, but still. <laughs> so, it's not a stereotype that we really use today, but I do kind of see it. Yeah, well, yeah, the, these these people definitely exist. Yeah. I don't know what we. I guess we'd call them preppy now. Do we? That's that's the word that comes to my head. Okay. Hmm. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's the wording that comes to my head. Not sure, I'm familiar. Um, fair enough. And finally, Peaks and Afghans. So we should note here that the the picture is... I'm not sure what kind of dog that is. I don't know... But I, like the name is a reference to uh, the dog breed, so the peak and the Afghan hound. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, uh, and uh, they're sitting on a sofa, uh, a really, really posh, like sofa, like with the decanter. Oops. You have an interesting definition of an, a really posh sofa. <laughs> I mean, oh, no, okay, an old style, old, an old style, style so, sofa, sure. yeah, yeah. With a vase and a, I'm assuming that's an ashtray, given that they're smoking. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and they have a slight porch. <laughs> the first, the first thing I looked at, was like, is that a quiche? <laughs> is that a quiche? <laughs> Why do they have a quiche? I don't know. Why would you think that's a quiche? I don't know. Uh, this, this doesn't really work because this is a visual element. I assure you, listeners, it is not a quiche. It is a bowl with a flower design. For the record, the first sentence is already problematic. So, Oh, God. Really? Peaks and Afghans usually come from the Confederate States. Oh, okay. I mean, okay. it's not as problematic than others that we have come across in this article. But why? I mean, I was also just thinking, like, given recent political events, that's kind of become a researched uh, descriptor. Well, it had died out, so well, you know. Yeah, that as well. They have tawny bodies and large amounts of tawny hair that is arranged to fall over the ice. They have excellent posture and usually sport tans with bikini-shaped white marks, even though they almost never have a bikini-style body. I mean, one, do you have a body? If yes, it's a bikini-style body. Shut the fuck up. Two... Uh, what? 
<laughs> I know. Let's see where this goes with characteristics, because some of these openers are a bit... I'm, I'm not hmm. liking this at the moment. <laughs> General characteristics. An even manner. A tendency to go overboard when they meet someone they like. They have excellent taste in bears and are not hampered by either reticence or bad taste when making their play. Okay. I where what are they going with this? I I Okay, I'll put this out there. I have an inkling that this is where the author sees themselves. The what? I have an inkling that this is where the author sees themselves. The author sees themselves. Yeah. I see. Because there's a lot of fluff and no substance here that's, you know, not really offending anyone, but sort of... Hmm. What they eat. Three extremely heavy meals a day. Natural habitat. Early in the evening, they wait for two hours at the cocktail bar until the table is ready. After that, the baths. So, the sauna. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm taking that. Yeah, it means the saunas. Yeah. I'm assuming it's an American article. The baths is the bathhouse, surely? Yeah. Sounds right. There's just no descriptive. No description here. I mean, like, this is all, like, fluff and no substance. Mating peculiarities. Peaks and Afghans are still trying to make it work with their lovers, but get very negative and testy when you asked about the situation. Oh, oh, honey. And honey, no. No. If this is where you see yourself, you don't do this. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose at least it's self-awareness if this is where they see themselves, but... I mean, the I don't dom- domestic rate... The domestic Sorry, rating no. bit is like longer than any of the others right? we've seen. Go on, it's one all deep in breath. The domestic Let's go. Rating. <laughs> domestic rating. The apartments look like Ms. Ellen's room before the Yankees came through. Peaks and Afghans have writing desks in the living room, although you never hear from them except by phone. Wall space is anathema to them and they cover every existing inch of it with elaborately framed paintings, photos, and Paul Cadmus drawings. All table surfaces are occupied by porcelain this and cloisson that. The fireplace is in operation from early September to late May. Oriental rugs cover the board looms underneath. Christmas is peak and Afghan time. At least one tree and the mantelpiece display every ornament ever conceived and executed by every American and European manufacturer since 1839. Peaks and Afghans have at least two buttons on their phones. I... What's it? What? what? So, okay. I know what this is, but I feel like this is the weakest description of all of them. And I now don't think that this is where the person sees themselves. They're trying to describe the interior decorator gay. Okay. Yeah. Aren't they? 
that's what the domestic thing is. Like the that's what the um, last section is. It's the interior decorator gay. The rest of it, I feel like, honestly, and I shouldn't really say this, and I I kind of apologise to the writer, but. I feel like you had column inches to fill and ran out of time and thought, right, I'm going to quickly write a bit of a fluff and substance one and then just slot it into the middle so that it doesn't like look out of place and look like I was running out of time. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I, I don't really, I don't really think much of much of much of this. Uh, this this is not one that I, I honestly I don't think this is one that's got enough substance to it to even sort of go. Oh, can we spot that stereotype anymore? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I was just like, okay. There's, <laughs> there's no description here. It's just okay. They have. There's average. literally nothing there. They have average everything. Like okay. <laughs> so the, so the description is literally average gay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seems like it. Like no, no one I'm is not, I'm not no one is that, that average, you know. So, okay, so we've now gone through all of them. Yeah. How how relatable do we think they are? I wouldn't say any of them really describe like a group of of you know gays. Uh, that I disagree. I think two okay. of them do. I, I, I think I bears still still is a relatively okay description, but it's evolved over time. Yeah, and I feel like the marmosets one still really like the marmoset one. Out of all of them, I feel is the most accurate for like trying to describe a a sort of subculture a subgroup. Because I feel like we all know that corporate gay. We all have met that corporate gay at some point. We have. We have. Um... Yeah, like Sorry. obviously none of these other than the bears have really evolved in any any way whatsoever. Like, no one uses these terms. Yeah. Um. So, it, yeah, it's difficult to 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 define this subgroup because, well, no no one's really grouping them together. <laughs> well, yeah, but I I don't know. I feel like of all of them, there's only those two that really have quote-unquote stuck hmm. you know what i mean so if you know that's how relatable there are we've said like how how much do we think we can see them now not as groups but i and okay i kind of feel like this is like horoscopes let's be honest like there's yeah, enough yeah. of a description that you can sit there and go yeah i recognize that <laughs> but like yeah, you're going to because they're general enough. Yeah, I literally, like, I genuinely I do right. feel like the only two that really stuck out to me is sort of anything more than just you're just describing a you know any random fucking dude type of thing is yeah. the bear and the marmoset. And Even, like I say, we don't yeah. use marmoset anymore. Like we would call that the corporate gay these days. Like even so, like the description of a bear is still really wide, isn't it? Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, but that you know, the community of bears is really wide. It is a oh, deliberately absolutely. wide description. Yeah, because they are deliberately wide. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry, that was a dad joke. Um. <laughs> 
You should see the look of disappointment Chris has given me now. <laughs> I think they could hear it. <laughs> but yeah, it, it does feel a little like reading horoscopes, doesn't it? Yeah. Which I, I guess is why this article was written in the first place. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's... But these ones always fascinate me. Like, there was a series on Reddit um, from a poster over there a few years ago now where they were talking about, like, they was somebody who worked in a fairly popular gay bar. I think it was in New York. And so they would describe some of the different sort of individuals that they encounter. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they would talk about, like, the powder puff gays that were always the gays that were done up with, like, all the makeup and the immaculate, but really bitchy and, you know, really catty, etc. And it's just like, I always love kind of getting these snapshots of what the, like, what the composition is of the scene at the time, almost. Mm-hmm. I'd be curious to see what an um, up-to-date version of that would be. Because <laughs> the scene has changed so much. Anyone dares to write both. I know, right? It's just like, <laughs> throw yourselves to the wall. I don't think that's one that I'm brave enough for us to do. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's been an interesting look with some interesting... Um, let's go with the term, some interesting biases. Yeah. Because, <laughs> oh shit... We had to censor a few of those things. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Jesus. Exactly. Uh... <laughs> but should we leave that there? I don't think there's much that we can add to that beyond... I think this is where we leave it. Yes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll hop off that train, we'll leave that bar, and should we head into the five-minute marvel? Yeah. Get out. Okay, so there is a lot for us to cover because we've been off. Yeah. We have Echo, we have Deadpool, we have the new X-Men trailer, but let's actually take this in order and we can cover the other things later on. Yes. Echo? Yeah. Echo was not what I expected. It was. Okay, I'm fascinated in this because it's almost exactly what I expected. Okay, okay, the, the actual... But the, the way they presented it sort of was what I expected. The what they made Maya was not. Okay, what do you mean by what they made Maya? I thought Maya was gonna be uh, like a lot more grounded and 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 wouldn't have these like superpowers that came from came from well, be I don't know, being Native American, I guess. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, that was not where I was expecting them to go. I, I thought it was going to be like just, you know, basically pure action. Interesting. Okay, so I wasn't expecting pure action. I was expecting much more sort of gritty, kind of underground, um, almost the other side of Deadpool. So, like, not Deadpool, sorry, the other side of um, Matt Murdock. Daredevil. Yeah, so, like, if you have, if you consider that, like, Daredevil was very much sort of the vigilante against the thugs, I was almost expecting Echo to be more on the thug side, sort of, the politics internal. Mm 
Yeah. And yeah. to some degree it was. I wasn't expecting them to go and set this out in uh, rural areas. I was expecting this to be a bit more New York focused. Mm. But I'm really glad it wasn't. And I was really, oh, yeah, really yeah. happy to see more of the Native American cultural stuff brought in. Some of the sort of really, really fucking good representation when it came to um, the deaf and hard of hearing disability side of oh, things. Absolutely. Like, holy shit. Yeah, I, on the representation side, like, yeah, they've, they've done great. Um, it, yeah, I don't know. Just what wasn't what I was expecting. Um, I, yeah, I generally thought it was they were not gonna like use like many many magical powers in in this in this series, and then they they kind of well resolved a final battle with that basically. Yeah, uh, I, yes. But I don't feel like it felt out of place, given how much world building and storytelling and sort of leaning on the cultural aspect that they were pulling in. It didn't feel like it was unearned, if you I know what I mean. I, it just seemed to have come out of nowhere. Like, my ass never displays such uh, abilities and, yeah, like... But it was explained that the sort of with the way that it is in the culture, the ancestral background on that is like at times of change and at times of like risk to the family, etc. So yeah, to me it made sense. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Overall, I don't, I don't mind it. Um, yeah, just, just feels like it. I, I don't know. Just, just not what I. What I wanted in, in like in in the first instance, but you know it's it's fine to have something different. <laughs> yeah, so I'd say it wasn't what I wanted. It was almost what I expected, but I'm happy we got it. I'm really happy we got it. Like it felt really nice and complete to me. Mm. There's cool. something I like to pick up though before we run out of time. Yeah, I sent you a text message three episodes into that series. You did. Three episodes into into Echo, and I already was more worried and feared Kingpin more than Kang in how many outings? Mm, I'm not sure I agree. I think it's going to be very interesting to see what they do with the Kingpin character over the next few years. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's not going anywhere. Oh, they've already intoned they want him to be sort of the shadowy big bad for a while. And yeah. I'm all for this. The thing I now want to see, the whole Spider-Man Kingpin like interaction and the Sinister Six. Because yeah. you know it's coming. Yeah. I mean, he's running for mayor of New York, isn't he? Woohoo! <laughs> Excelsior! So yeah, that was the five minute more. Oh yeah, that, that that went relatively well. It did. We actually yeah, like, managed like to not keeping. panic at the end for once. <laughs> but yeah, that was the five minute Marvel, which means we're on to the joystick, Chris. Yes, what's on your yes. joysticks? <clears throat> so, well, I've been playing playing Power World, but before like, we go into Power World, um, I was I I was still playing Baldur's Gate three. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I am in the middle of Act Two now. Um, 
This is great. It's absolutely awesome. I just need to find more time playing it. Um, and honestly, like Baldur's Gate is one of those games that I want to play, but I have not started yet because I fear how big it is. It's huge. Yeah, it is huge. Um, us, I don't, I don't know. There is a, there's a, there's a stat somewhere at definitely over 50% of the players have not got out of Act 1. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. But I think it's a lot more than 50%. I can't remember what the exact percentage was. So I'd be curious who's drawing that figure up, whether it's the developer and they've got it from like what they've got on connections, etc., or whether mm. it's based on something like the achievement data. Because this used to be a regular thing they would look at achievement data for like the Xbox and PlayStation platforms yeah. and use that as the sort of litmus test of, you know, how many people are completing, etc. Yeah. But it doesn't really represent truly because, you know, you could be playing it. I could sign in as a second profile on the console for whatever reason because the Xbox will let you switch profiles. And... Because you're playing it, it would see on mine as being involved in Baldur's Gate. True, yes. So I'm yeah. always a bit dubious when I see those kind of stats of, oh, well, you know, less than 70% of people did X, which is right at the start of it, this, that, and the other. It's just like, unless you've got an achievement in there for starting the game, as in, mm. like, actually creating the initial character, you have no way of tracking that. Yeah, I guess. Mean. And frankly, some like this whole fifty percent thing only got so far. People may have picked up the game, found out the movement system, etc., doesn't work for them, and put it down. I did that with Anthem. But the, the thing is, I not getting out of Act One is not not even a bad thing. This is just mm. a game is so huge that people just can just spend absolutely fuck tons of hours in Act One. Yeah, it, it's. It's always a strange... I know we're going to talk about Power World in a minute because it's both our joysticks this week, but, like, it's interesting the way that people look at these things. And the reason I mentioned Power World is there was an interview with the uh, developer of Power World recently because they were talking about, like, game content size and everything else. Yeah. And they turned around and went, you know, we're not going to try and be trying to drag people back beyond, like, if we put an update out, we'll publish it. Because... You know, when you are finished with a game, you should move on. Games as a service should not be a thing. Mm. And it's just yeah. like, yeah. Like, if you've got what you want out of that particular game experience, fine, move on. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter how far you got through it, especially with a game that size, Jesus Christ. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to do a game in, you know, do boulder skates in quite a few visits, honestly. Mm -hmm. Like I'll, I'll do it in like spurts. That's basically what I've been doing. Oh my! <laughs> but yeah, um, exactly. But anyway, I also want to talk about like the the, the boulder skates uh, cast. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so you have got like six main companions you start the game with. Mm -hmm. So Larian Studios have arranged for the six voice actors to do a Dungeons and Dragons session. Ooh, okay. I didn't know this. And each of them are playing, you know, their character in the game. That's fun. In the in a live game. That's fun. That is <laughs> that's really When's fun. this? Yeah. 
No, no, they, they've done it already. Oh, they've already it's done on, it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's on YouTube. It's it's been been out there for months. Um, yeah, it's done by um, quite a successful uh, like live play mm-hmm. uh, channel called um, High Rollers D and D. Oh, yeah, I've um, heard of High Rollers. Yeah, there's just you know there, there's slight annoyances um, in the in the comments. Uh, in in my opinion, it's just there there are quite a lot of comments that saying oh this should have been done by Matt meaning oh for god's sake no fuck off like, uh, sorry no, you can, no. yeah exactly no. okay like can I rant for a like, second yeah sure like I'm as so, I came late to critical role I came in right at the start of uh, campaign 3 but like I absolutely am hooked with it but can everyone please fuck off with sucking Daddy Mercer's tea? Because I'm not being funny. They are excellent at what they do, but they are not the only one. And exactly. Like, there are different styles that work for different people, and there are different freaking game styles. I'm sorry. Like, Brennan Lee Mulligan, for example, is really, really fucking good at what he does. It doesn't work for me. I cannot, like, I like him as a player. I don't like him as a DM. I like Matt Mercer's style of DMing. I don't like Matt Mercer's style of playing. Like, no. fuck off. There's so many different ways for this. Realize that this is bigger than one fucking person or group. I know. Sorry. I know. <laughs> I, was in last one. I, got like, I was so annoyed in the, uh, reading in the comments. Like, okay. But, you know, like, first rule, like, don't read the comments. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's on our shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, um, Larian Studios has since put up a patch in Baldur's Gate 3 that canonizes some of the things they did in the actual play. Nice. Very nice. Very, very nice. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's Baldur's Gate. Now, do we? How do we want to talk of a power world? Because I know you have been playing that as well. Yeah. So, like, if we consider like a little bit of that being your your joystick, let me introduce power world. So, power mm-hmm. world. Like, I came late to this. It was you that started out in there, but I was aware of it. I just hadn't had a chance to sit down. So, I know yeah. you're further in it than I am. Um, power world is. Power world should. Be a flame under the arse of Game Freak and Nintendo. Yeah. Because, okay, let's acknowledge for a moment that Power World is not attempting to be Pokemon, even though it does have similar mechanics. I'm sorry, no. Not every Mm -hmm. monster-catching game, etc., is Pokemon. Exactly. You you know, (laughs) Monster Hunter and everything else, I'm going to just point you in that direction and just leave you there. And, you know, fuck off with this whole fucking, oh, it's Pokemon, but buy a thing. Yes, there's some similarities in de- in some of the designs, but frankly, just piss off. Um, I mean, yeah, Power is so much more about like building building a base and you yeah. know collecting Pokemon. Oh, absolutely, pals. and <laughs> and what I like about Power World is like there is variance. Like you can go off and you can do all the fighting. You can you can sort of build up your base and everything else. Yeah, and it's very it's kind of Breath of the Wild meets Pokemon meets Monster Hunter meets Ark. Yeah, you know, it's found a sweet spot in between those four very different games, mm-hmm. and it's working, and I like it. 
Yeah. I yeah. wish the character creator was a little bit more in depth, but you know, well, this is done yeah. by a small team and I get it. I also, wish you know, Peter game is Peter. <laughs> exactly. I wish that there were some improvements for quality of life in terms of the menus, etc. And I think there's some oddities around the way that the, the AI conducts itself sometimes when you're away from the base. Mm-hmm. But all of these things we have to remember, it's... Okay, mm. I'm going to pull you slightly and go, like, is it a beta? The term beta, when it gets to beta games and pre-release and everything, has become completely fucking meaningless well, yeah, at this sure. point. But it's uh, an uh, early uh, game at this point. I'll, exactly. I'll go at with this, that. Yeah, at, at this time, like, I, I don't think they were expecting the game to get quite that huge and oh no know, once once it's got huge improvements will come you know <laughs> absolutely absolutely but the fact it has got huge is why i think there needs to be a fire under like nintendo and game freaks arse now yeah they started playing with some things with uh legends arceus mm-hmm. i think if this doesn't show them they need to step the fuck up and step the fuck up quickly i think we put, I'm not going to say it's a Pokemon killer because I think there's always room for that franchise and I think yeah. a simplified version, which is what it is, of what Power World is doing is a good thing to have in the market but I think mm-hmm. they can lose serious market share here if they're not careful Oh, I think so Like, I have already well, I've already stopped playing the newer Pokemon games mm-hmm. Um yeah, so um, I think we're seeing what you saw with Theme Park World and The Sims. I think you have an indie developer. Well, okay, maybe not indie in the case of uh, those anymore, but they were at the time. You have small developers, let's say, yeah. coming in and going, "We can do this better." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they do, and they get the recognition from the community because the community looks at it and goes, oh, shit, like, this is what it could be if it was realised better. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. And also, like, SimCity and City Skylines, um, the first one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because um, Skylines 2, hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I also think this is the... This is the crack in the dam. Because, you know, we've been seeing... Okay, Pal World is not the first... I don't know if I want to coin this phrase or not. Like, Pokemon-like? I know, know, right? That we've seen. Is it it really? Let's go with it for now. Like, it's not the first Pokemon-like that we've seen. Mm Mm-hmm. There are there have been a few of varying sort of sizes, publisher wise, that have come along in in the last couple of years, mostly marked as indie titles that have done the Pokemon thing but better. Yeah. But they didn't quite land for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I think Power World landed the way it did because Power World gave everyone the thing they wanted. Which is they wanted an open world environment. Yeah, and I think that's the thing that that's come along and been that difference maker for them. But I think that now that it's come along and it's been that difference maker, we're going to see more pop up. And you only have to look at what happened with Theme Park World, and um, 
Roller Coaster Tycoon to see where see how this goes. Because when uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon lost the crown because Theme Park World came along, hmm. there were suddenly four or five, and they're still on the go now, just to differing sizes, different um, Theme Park builders that came along and offered different interpretations because they realized, oh, we can do this without getting sued to Kingdom Come. <laughs> and some of them were much more like Roller Coaster Tycoon style building. Some of them were much more yeah. involved like Theme Park World style building. But there were different versions for the different niches that people wanted to get involved with. Because I wanted a little bit of this and a little bit of that. So I'll go for that one type of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I am looking forward to it because I think this is a really interesting thing that's about to happen with video games where I think Monster Hunter is going to earn off the back of this I think Nintendo Um, are are in an interesting position where they have to play catch up now oh yeah Uh, Game Freaks has should have should have you know done so much better over the years Mm -hmm. Um, they just I don't know I don't know if they're playing safe or what I, I think they found a format that makes them a lot of money reliably and just so kept with it. Yeah. And I think this I think... is going to be the show to them of, we can't do that anymore. Mm. Or, I think what might happen is they've got one more bad release in them. Yeah. On the thing of, it's already in development. Yeah. We know it's already in development. We uh, know it's course. already down the chain. Yeah, It's too late, probably, to turn the wheels around on that one. Yeah, or I don't know if they are gonna like spin off the title in in some other way to you know to 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 you know publish these games in a slightly different style, like more akin to you know, the the Power Worlds, like open open like I don't know they call it mm. Pokemon World or something. <laughs> well, I mean they they could just expand the Legend series, and frankly, we'd be okay with that. A lot of people are asking for that. Yeah, yeah. Expand the Legend series, make it actually run at a decent fucking framework, and you know... I know. <laughs> I know. But yeah, like, it's nice to see competition in that space, and it's it's fascinating to me seeing how much people were clamoring for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, that's... I think that's all I've got on it. I don't know if you've got anything to add. I I haven't got, I haven't got much else to add. It's just a game, just a gameplay loop is just just great in in that in Power World. I, I, you you can make as much out of the game as you, you want. So you can do absolutely, you know, fuck all and and just sit out sit out your base, or you can go explore. There's just so much weirdly there's so much freedom <laughs> oh gotcha and I'm, I'm gonna throw one one little tip out there for anyone anyone that's sort of relatively early game and hurting for the uh palspheres etc go down the hill there's a camp that will have a vixie in it if you can clear that camp out put the vixie into a uh paddock or range or whatever the hell it's called the one that you know they all graze in and everything else ranch ranch that's the one thank you Put it in a ranch, and it will start finding you like arrows and pal spheres and everything for free. Good tip. 
<laughs> but yeah, I think that's yeah. the podcast this week, Chris. I think that's Joysticks and that's the podcast. Indeed. That's almost one cut. One take, one cut. More or less, yeah. <laughs> there are a few it's like minor interruptions. We had to stop from... here and there because an ambulance went past my window. There's not much I yeah, can do about exactly. that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, stuff outside our control. Uh, but but yeah. yeah. Where can people find us, Chris? People can find our socials on, on well, at TBNJ Podcasts uh, for Mastodon at TBNJ Podcasts at wolf.group you can also find all our links on our website tbnjpodcast.com forward slash links and yeah find yeah just look look for our website indeed and you know leave us a comment on the podcast platform of choice leave us a rating leave us you know feedback and poll interactions and everything else and you know drop us a line yeah please. yeah won't bore you with this <laughs> yeah I will. We'll badger you with no, no. Oh, like, comment, badger. subscribe. Absolutely not. <laughs> Fuck off. But yeah, for for this week, I have been Sai, and I've been Chris. This has been the Tea Bags and Joysticks podcast. Thank you very much for joining us, and hopefully, we'll be back a lot sooner this time because one of us won't lose our voice. Yes, <laughs> I don't like losing my voice. For the record, <laughs> bye bye. This episode was edited by TBNJ Sai. The soundboard consists of royalty-free audio, and the theme tune is Quarter Conundrum by DOAK. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs>